Welcome to Mr. Podcast with Claude and Justin. We are here to talk about, or to boldly talk about, uh, uh, where we're going to go. Uh, splitting infinitives is the wave of the future. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You really want that? You really want to split it? Um, yeah, we're talking about the new CBS All Access slash Amazon show, depending on where you are in the world. Um, uh, Picard um, of the Jean-Luc variety. Would it be great if it was like a completely different Picard? It would be. It and, would be and like Patrick great. Stewart just is like a cameo. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all yeah. right, I'm off to go <laughs> have an adventure in the galaxy. I'll leave you here with this other Picard you were not expecting. Um, <laughs> have fun. Have fun. Assholes. So, yeah, man. Uh, so we have not talked about, uh, you know, um, off podcast yet what we our initial impressions of the show. It just came on last night. Yeah, yeah. And, I wanted uh, to hold on to it. You know, yeah. just watched it. So, yeah, I guess, you know, we've talked about Star Trek, I'm sure, offhand or in tangents throughout the podcasting history of uh, Claude and Justin. But I don't think we've ever done an explicit Star Trek podcast, right? Uh, that is true. Yeah. Yeah, and I know we've uh, off. We've talked about the idea of doing, you know, uh, next generation or D Space Nine commentaries or or some sort of review podcast, or whatever. But haven't haven't gotten around to that. So, yeah, uh, you know, we we do have a big love for what I call classic Star Trek, which is not the original series. <laughs> uh, yeah, that doesn't count somehow. <laughs> To me, you know, that's how I define it. Um, because yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of the original, but you know, grew up on Next Generation and Deep Space Nine and Voyager. <clears throat> Didn't really get into Enterprise, and I have tried three times to watch Discovery, and I really just can't do it. I really like something's wrong. I, I kind of blame myself in a way, um, although it's the show's fault completely. <laughs> That I just yeah. can't sort of buy the world as Star Trek in some ways. And uh, and very few things in life make me feel like an old curmudgeon more than how I dislike this modern incarnations of Star Trek. <laughs> like, it just makes me feel like, you know, I want it to be the old way because of no great reason other than right. I like the old way. And it's like... Right. Uh, although I do feel like I can defend my arguments that the older stuff is is better, um, you know the new stuff is here to stay. So that's kind of the mindset I went into right. with Picard of like, well, I can either be upset that it's not going to be the thing I want it to be, or I can try to like let it live on its own, you know, in its own way and on, on, and survive on its own merits. So yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, I'll let you go first and your your first thoughts there for uh, Picard. Great. Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess I feel like I should, uh, clarify my, um, yes. uh, like, experience. Cut to backstory, exposition. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just so you know where I'm coming from. So, uh, so I've seen, uh, I've seen a few episodes of the original series. I don't think I've seen them all. I've seen, uh, I've seen a few of the movies from the original series. Uh, mm-hmm. I also don't think I've seen them all. Um, but I've definitely seen the first one. Mm-hmm. And I've definitely seen the the last one. Um, uh, 
the undiscovered country. Mm -hmm. uh, I saw that one. And yep. then it uh, uh, wasn't, wasn't a big fan of any of that. Uh, though I do think like the concepts in there, you know, did lay the groundwork for what they kind of built on later. So I, I appreciate mm -hmm. it on that level. Um, but yeah, the episodes themselves, maybe it's just a little too dated for me or I don't know. But uh, The Next Generation, you know, I enjoyed that show. I do think season one was a little rough, but um, they uh, they really took off after that. Um, and there was some great stuff on that show. And then uh, Deep Space Nine, I also really enjoyed way more than I expected to. Um, in a, you know, in a way, it's more satisfying as a narrative than Next Generation is. Um, mm -hmm. Though, you know, Next Generation definitely has... Um, you know, some very iconic characters like um, the captain, uh, <laughs> who's <laughs> still a thing uh, this many years later. Uh, uh, but, you know, also others. Anyway. Um, yeah, one or uh, two memorable characters. Data, you might say. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, and I have not seen Voyager. I have not seen Enterprise. I have not seen... I've seen, oh, the Next Generation movies. I've seen all those. Mm -hmm. um, I've not seen Discovery. Uh, I have seen the first of the new movies, but I haven't seen the <laughs> two after that. Okay. Anyway, the I just wanted to... The Abrams uh, movies? Yeah, the J which yeah. they're like partially using a storyline from yeah, those. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, so, uh, I was, so... Oh, I can't wait to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, I have my problems with yeah. that. Um, I uh, didn't, uh, yeah, I didn't mention, I have seen most of the original series movies. None of them are my favorite. I really like the Next Generation movies. First Contact is my favorite. And Yeah, um, yeah I didn't really like Nemesis, but maybe part of that was just uh, that it was yeah. the last one. And I, was I just, tried like, to watch that. Though. It's actually the worst of all of them, and yeah. I think it seemed like the worst. I, I have tried to go back and just watch it, and it's really hard to watch. So again, like really cool, interesting idea um, that they're coming back to with this whole uh, lineage and parentage type of uh, connection to uh, the characters, right? So you had uh, Shinzon being like a clone right. of Picard or whatever. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and then uh, in, in Picard, you have this sort of daughter of Data thing, or the daughter, right. daughters of Data. Um, right, right. And uh, so it's interesting coming back to that. But uh, Voyage is probably my favorite thing to rewatch. But I agree that Deep Space Nine, to me, is um, yeah, is, is more satisfying. It's like, a, to me, Deep Space Nine is like a hearty meal. And yeah. Voyager is like junk food. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's super yeah, fun sense. and exciting. But Deep Space Nine's like can be fun and exciting, but it's like let's sit down and have an experience. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It's it's like uh when you watch Lord of the Rings, you know, where you really get you really get I you know, you really get a feel of living on the station in Deep Space Nine. You know, yeah. uh you really get to understand the layout and where things happen and, and and how it would feel to exist on that space station, I think more in a way than you do on any of the ships on the shows. Mm -hmm. um, and that's really, you know, that's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. 
I agree. I think that stands out. Uh, it's it's also like not moving. I mean, they did eventually get a ship, but uh, it kind of mm-hmm. sets it apart from the other series. It's the the ship. it's the the most probably counterintuitive, uh, but important story decision of like almost like any Star Trek story ever is like you know the idea of taking you know the previous two shows were about ships going to the galaxy and it's like nope yeah it's gonna be a space station and it's not gonna move and you're like this can't work this is this is this just won't work and it's like completely counterintuitive that it's like a great decision you know if you pull it off yeah yeah, yeah, and that, and you know, planting it next to uh, Bajor and mm-hmm. the tie-ins with all of the Bajoran Cardassian plot, mm-hmm. like all that stuff was really, and you know, obviously the wormhole, yep. the wormhole aliens. I mean, there's so much stuff going on there mm-hmm. uh, that right. it's an interesting place to sit, I guess. Yeah, they definitely didn't uh, make it a space station in a boring part of space. It yeah. was actually one of the most interesting parts of space throughout all of the Federation at the time because of what helps. was happening. Yeah, that helped. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's like in Voyager where it's it's good that the Delta Quadrant is is teeming with uh, enemies and things to contact because if it was right. like barren, there'd be no show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be like super boring. <laughs> Another scan and nothing. There's actually episodes yeah. about regions of space where there is nothing and how it affects the crew. So that's interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but yeah, so uh, yeah, so okay. What did you think about uh? What did you think? Oh, about okay. Old... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just circling back. Uh, yeah, it just felt like to be clear on the perspective because I do think like when you bring back a thing, um. You know your experience with the old thing like plays mm-hmm. into how you perceive the new that's, thing. You know? That to me is the ultimate question about this kind of thing, right? Is is what what do you want out of something that returns, right? That you have a past connection yeah. to. You have two options, right? You want the same thing, yeah, or you want something completely different, or yeah. the hidden third option is <laughs> it's either like it's different but you like it. Or it's, it, it hits the certain parts of it being the same, but just enough balance of being different that you like it, right? I feel like that's kind of the spectrum there. And um, yeah, 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 yeah. And I think, I think like, oh, go ahead. No, sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say I think with the new move, the new movies, J.J. Abrams stuff, like it's it has a very good balance as far as the the previous Star Trek movies go, because that's what I really compare it to, right? Because the movies and TV shows are just totally different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think yeah. it, it it mostly works as what I want from Star Trek movies in in that balanced way, you know what I mean? Uh, because most of them are, are like First Contact, right? Where they're very action-oriented, they're very flashy, and that's my Definitely. favorite one, you know, of the of the Star Trek movies. So it's like, okay, cool. Now the thing I don't like is the alternate timeline and all that yeah. stuff. The story part, I think, is the worst part of those movies. And the characters are fine. You know, the actors are good and like they're they're the characters. That's like, okay, that's not the hardest thing to nail. Um when yeah. you're just repeating old characters, right? Right. Um yeah. but so yeah, so it's a that, that's kind of you know. So when I come to Picard, I'm like, like I I don't want it to really be the J.J. Abrams thing. You know, I want it to be more of the old school thing. Which you yeah. can tell they had a, a, a you know they were trying to balance. Yeah, yeah. I feel like my default is that usually I don't I don't really want a remake or 
reboot or whatever like i feel like most of the time i'd rather you know just have a new thing i think if they're Mm -hmm. gonna bring something back i definitely prefer that they you know make it like a sequel like they actually incorporate yeah the stuff that happened on the old show yeah and not just like a redoing exactly and i feel like they're kind of doing that here Mm -hmm. um in the sense that you know they're connecting to like the thing from nemesis yeah uh which is good even though i hated it it's like i I don't know it's like a nikki and paulo thing where it's like if you commit to it just do it you know uh like follow through basically like Mm -hmm. um like sorry that's how data died like it kind of sucks but that's what you did so Mm -hmm. like i'm just glad they didn't pull a x files and just bring data back and just like said fuck it like (laughs) <laughs> because they have a get out of jail free card, which is this alternate timeline. Like because they're using this storyline from the new Star Trek movies that has this alternate universe. I mean, that means that you know all bets are off. Like I don't the the like when I like I don't think it actually matters, and I don't think they want us to think of this because of the way they're playing into nostalgia. But you know, I just think technically, how do we know anything from the original series happened? you know, unless they tell us, you know what I mean? Like they reference certain things and it's like, okay, well, I guess that happened. But like with the butterfly effect, the fact that this is an alternate timeline, who knows, you know, like what could have been different? What can I even count on? You know? So I, that's the thing that's frustrating to me about well, yeah, the is, alternate timeline. And I missed it if it was really obvious, but um. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the explosion of Romulus is from the Kelvin timeline, right? Is that the deal? Uh, yeah. Is that what it's called? Uh, I'm trying to remember. Um, we really prepared for this. Uh, yeah, I don't. I did see that. It was in the first movie, apparently, and I did see it, but. I yeah, I don't even I don't even really remember it that well. Okay, maybe I'm thinking of uh let's see. Yeah, the Kelvin Time Times from the first Star Trek movie, so that made the okay. And then uh when the USS Kelvin was destroyed. And then Oh, okay. Let's see. Trying to get to this part. Feel free to talk amongst yourselves. Like, I got confused because, you know, the original series, obviously, or the original series characters that the movies are portraying, obviously, you know, existed in a time well before the next generation, let alone the current series. So I was just a bit confused about how, like, a thing from that movie picard participated in in some way uh but then i realized that what actually happened was they time traveled from the future and they said that the supernova thing happened the destroyed romulus and so it's basically time travel that explains how that could be possible so anyway just to say uh uh 
I, uh, I don't, I don't think that they want us to worry that much about it. This is, this is to me, this is the double-edged sword, which to me, only one of the edges is like the biggest, like, okay, it is a double-edged sword. Okay. The one edge is, you know, <laughs> can I, like, if you, to me, if you're, if you're going to commit, like the reason why they did that in the movie is because they didn't want to commit to all the continuity from, you know, the many, many, uh, series and and movies and all that stuff that happened later. Like mm-hmm. I get it, you know, it's very constraining. They want to just be free to do like whatever they want, which is like cool. Uh, I don't have a problem with that. But uh, the downside is, yeah, you just like <laughs> you just took away like the things I was attached to, you know. So I find that um, mm-hmm. uh, kind of uh, frustrating. I guess, yeah, the flip side is just if they if they try to incorporate the original continuity, they open themselves up to continuity errors, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like this is almost walking the line between the two, where it's like, we're acknowledging that it's a different universe, but we're also acting like it's the same one. Like, the Nemesis thing happened. So it's like, whatever happened before that, they, you know, the the events of Nemesis were seemingly the same. I mean, at least at the end, they were. Because mm-hmm. uh, what they describe is basically what happens in the movie at the end. Um, so, I don't know. It just feels like a weird compromise. Because uh, they want to indulge in nostalgia, but they also, like, torpedo the nostalgia. So, I, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's, know. it's... It's a questionable decision. It, it's sort of a... Um, I kind of wish they had separated it from the new movies. Yeah. And just made it, like, you know, maybe they make some continuity errors, but, like, just make it connect, you know? Because yeah, to me, the that stuff that connects too... to Next Generation is better. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably too confusing for people who are like, well, in the last movies, this thing happened, you know? And I think that's where a lot of people are coming from. And I hear you like, I would prefer the other thing, but I think to me, the weird part is that, like you said, the butterfly effect is we don't know uh, what the history of these characters really is, right? And, And there is this kind of thing where Star Trek has often had episodes about multiple realities and time loops and fractured time and a whole version of a crew is in existence and then by the end they're dead and now you're with another version and you're like well okay i'm like what's happening here mm-hmm. uh, and you know what i mean that so they, they've done that kind of thing before i guess the big difference is you don't usually have to live with the long-term consequences of that you know right and, and be like always sort of wondering you know, that episode where Picard did this thing, did that happen to this Picard? <laughs> you know, and you just, uh, like when he, uh, we see the uh, Happy Picard Day banner, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, maybe there was a version where that didn't happen, you know, or something. Yeah. Um, uh, but so it's like, okay, cool. The, in this version, that happened. All right. So mm-hmm. it, it's tough to have to always play that game. And I think, um, I think you're the only remedy really is to just ignore it um, and just go like, I don't know what, I, you know, it's like, yeah, you can't really solve that equation, right? Of like kind of connected to the, the old stuff because you just don't know how it connects. 
And yeah, that, that's what makes the Kelvin timeline bad. But to me, I want to because what resonates yeah. is the past, you know. So it's just well, that's, like it's like that's why it's interesting is because of the past thing. Oh, well, by the way, exactly. we're not going to let you connect to the past. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's thing. why. That's why it seems like kind of not the best choice to me. But yeah, you're right. Like in terms of the, yeah. you know, the overall Star Trek universe as it stands right now, like I guess I get it. But okay, yeah. like, so I think Vulcan is destroyed in the past, right? Doesn't that happen in the first movie? Um, like Romulus is destroyed in the future, but Vulcan is destroyed in the past. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. I think that's what happened. So basically, like, for example, just for a simple example, shit involving Vulcan in Next Generation couldn't have happened the same way. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it exploded? Yeah. <laughs> Mainly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And maybe there wasn't a ton of Vulcan, but I know they mentioned it. I know it came up. Oh, Vulcan is huge. Yeah. Uh, yes, there's a lot. There's a lot that would be different if Vulcan was not around uh, back then. Yeah, I'm trying to get a list of the alternate timeline, like, things here oh, it's actually been a while since i've seen first old new star trek movie yeah 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 it was out uh, like 10 years ago or something so yeah i don't so i don't Romulus actually is destroyed that. in year in the prime year 2387 so in the regular timeline in in the present uh, 20, let's see, 20 years after the events of the next generation. Okay, so yeah, in the prime timeline, Romulus is destroyed. So... Oh, so it's destroyed in both timelines? Or are we yeah. in that timeline? So, no, no, so no, we're... Okay, then I think... Uh, let's see, let's see. Yeah, so 20 years after the events of the next generation, a supernova threatened the entire galaxy... In its path was the planet Romulus, the capital of the Romulan Star Empire. For Spock, um, uh, promised to help the Romulans. He, yeah, armed with the substance known as red matter that could disrupt the supernova. He took a Vulcan ship to Romulus. But it was too late. The supernova destroyed Romulus. Spock launched the red antimatter anyway to stop any further destruction. And then that's when we have the ship with Nero. Uh, the Romulan uh, witnessed the destruction and found Spock, and then he blamed Spock for what happened. And uh, this black hole that was created, and they both got sucked in. So now the Kelvin timeline begins. <laughs> uh, so, okay, cool. Yeah. So R Romulus just got destroyed because of Supernova. So that was a whole thing. And yeah, they mentioned that in Picard. So they're using that as, as, Basically saying we're we're actually what does that mean? So that still happens even though they changed the past. Yeah, because the past they changed. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. They didn't prevent it from happening in the past. Right. Yet. Okay. <laughs> or I guess not at all, since Picard is after this. Right. Um Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been interesting. I guess nobody knows about that, right? Uh, that it's going to explode. 
like no one in the Star Trek movies knows that like a hundred years from now, <laughs> stars are gonna explode. I feel like yeah. that should be the plot. God, that'd be a plot of what? Oh man, could you imagine if JJ ends the whole his whole saga with Star Trek by having them like do a uh, like an incident type thing where oh, they no. they repair the thing that started the timeline in the first place? Oh no! Oh, that'd be hilarious! And ah. then all of the JJ Star Trek movies just exist in a pocket universe. Right, right. Oh, that'd be so cool! Right. Oh man. <laughs> That'd be hilarious, dude. Man, how can we convince him to do that? It's like they all live in that evil Deep Space Nine timeline mm-hmm. that they would visit sometimes. Everybody's the, uh, the same, but they just the alternate universe. Yeah, the parallel. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So then I think, yeah. So I think that's the next part. So they go back in time, and I think... Yeah, I don't know. When is Vulcan destroyed? I don't remember that. Is it not in the first movie? Uh... Alright. I'm gonna try. Ah, Nero used the red matter to destroy Vulcan. Okay, okay, okay. Nero oh, like retaliation? Run. Yeah, so that was in 2258. Okay. So, and then that means... So that was 130 years before the supernova with Romulus. So, yeah, so... Yeah, man, it's weird. It's a weird place to be with that, those two planets. I mean, that that's like two of the biggest references in like the next generation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Romulans and Vulcans. Yeah, yeah, it's a big deal, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, so does that mean the whole like Ta- you know, Ta- remember Tasha Yar and the whole Romulan mm-hmm. daughter thing or whatever? Oh, yeah. And, and, yeah, uh, yeah. That's classic. Yeah, it's all kinds of stuff that's different. Yeah. That was so weird. Well, anyway, I, I think exactly we made the point like her, that... But I have 20 <laughs> years. This is, hey, what do you want from me? <laughs> this is how DNA works. You're not a scientist. <laughs> nah, that was a good plot. I have to be. It's kind of it's weird that it works that way, but... Because mm-hmm. she, like, went to like... the future, right? Or no, she went yeah, to the Yeah, yeah. It was... It was... Wasn't it... Is that how it happens? I think she went to the past and had a baby with the with the. Dude. She went to the past and had a baby. Yeah, yeah. that's what it was. That's yeah. what it was. It wasn't even her. It was like her descendant, her daughter, or something. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. Yeah. So I don't know. It's a yeah, little bit more right. convoluted than I thought, but um, <laughs> my point stands more mm-hmm. or less. That uh, they they do seem to be. I mean, they haven't. I guess they haven't definitively said that. I, I guess the the key would be, um, you know, if they mention when Vulcan was destroyed, maybe that would be more definitive about what timeline we're in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but from what you're saying, I, I and yeah, various reasons. I I'm thinking we're living in the movie timeline, the Kelvin timeline, as they call it. Apparently, I didn't know yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh and yeah therefore like you know 
unless unless specifically told i can't really assume but it's like i don't feel like they want that i don't think they want you to sit there and go like well i don't know if anything happened from the old series like i just don't think they actually well that's the thing i definitely don't think they want that but the question is maybe that is something they can't prevent because they have other that choices were anyway. better. Yeah, yeah they're like well the downside of this choice is People are going to be like, I don't know what happened. And then we'll just tell them what happened. <laughs> Why right. don't you just tell me what <laughs> you want to happen? Right. Uh, yeah, so uh, I think there's probably articles that say if it's definitively which timeline or not. I haven't read them yet. Uh, but I, I'm sure this question is is answered. Because I'm sure they had to answer the question, you know, during production, right? So... Did you just Google? Okay, yeah, I did. Newsweek, Newsweek says it's in the Kelvin timeline. Yeah, there we go. I, so, I had a feeling yeah. the answer would be on the internet. Call me yeah. crazy. But every time I'm looking for an answer, the internet's got it. All right. Well, uh, so what did you think of Picard? <laughs> ha! Ha! Um, we'll get um, there. Okay. You know, honestly, like, I didn't think it was that bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought it was all right. I, you know, we watched a preview and the trailer mm-hmm. and God, did it look horrible. Um, like The trailer was awful. So bad. Oh very, my very, God. Very, very, very bad. And some of the stuff from the trailer was in this episode. Yeah. Well, the problem is all of the stuff in the trailer that made, that came off poorly, uh, lacked context. And exactly. With the right context and setup, it played a lot better Definitely. than, oh no, I'm a random girl and I'm supposed to come to you, Picard, and right. help me in this action plot all across the galaxy. Mm-hmm. And that's like, I don't want to see that. That's not it Seems Star like Trek. a horrible that's, idea. That's yeah. any other action story ever. Um, yeah. You know, like that has nothing interesting. So, yeah, okay. Uh, I'll let you continue. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, uh, no, I totally agree. Um, so yeah, I was, I guess I was pleasantly surprised that, you know, they did tie into the old stuff with the caveat we mentioned, uh, in a way that, you know, kind of worked. Um, they're focusing on, you know, AI, which, uh, feels very, um, the, the plot, the plot waters that they're treading in here are very Blade Runner-esque in my opinion. Mm. Um, specifically the idea that, you know, these, these androids just attacked and now they've been outlawed. And there's this one who's like living undercover and, you know, so Mm -hmm. Captain Picard is cast in the Rick Deckard role Mm -hmm. of, you know, feeling ambiguous, I guess, um, having this connect, you know, personal connection to data and therefore, Mm -hmm. um, you know, wanting to help, uh, you know, against the, the directives. And also, I, I, now that I think, you know, I just watched it today and like, I feel like I haven't thought it through enough. I, I just realized like another thing that I find a bit off-putting or weird is that mm. he's like, he hates the Federation now. Yeah, I, like, I honestly what, think... Uh, what are they doing? I, they made yeah. horrible decisions. But you know what? I actually like that because throughout Next Generation and Deep Space Nine, you do see the Federation losing its 
purity. You do see them. I mean, so a lot of it is because there's war, you know. Yeah. But you do see a lot of times when, like, it's not that uh, original Gene Roddenberry version of the perfect future, right? You do see, like, the institutions breaking down and, like, bad calls yeah. being made. Yeah, Space Nine so, definitely had a lot of it. Yeah, so that's why I thought, like, that, even though I agree with your general, like, I don't want Picard, like, I what I want is the old Picard who loved the Yeah, it's just, it's just a bit but strange. I, it was I good, hadn't thought about it. I thought it was a good, it felt true. It, like, when that, when that landed for me, it felt like the natural thing to pick up on as a source of conflict for him yeah he didn't change the federation changed right and 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 that is why it feels true because i can believe that you know i can believe picard would never change right now if they did like he's a bad guy now right Mm -hmm. that would feel untrue right right and and really really bad so yeah that's an interesting point but yeah i thought i thought that actually landed and it was surprising to me because i'm like okay yeah what you're doing here and it actually makes sense that that he would have a problem with you know especially in the context of this like you know reality show interview thing he's doing and Mm -hmm. very like gotcha journalism and yeah one of the things i didn't like in this episode was like so so many things were very mundane and and that is does not feel like star trek to me um yeah you know, all the mundane things that happen in star trek are interesting because the world is interesting and the sets are interesting and the characters are interesting but i think with picard like they brought it down to earth literally so mm-hmm. much that it felt like any other show this would have been a scene and anything else you could have watched yeah. Even down to like the holographic screens, which I think are not Star Trek at all. Um, I think I think that was another thing I want to complain about was just like it lacked the the attention to design details that the original shows had, the older shows had, where it, it they it even if it was you know unrealistic in some ways, like the technology and how it was displayed still had this like aesthetic that captured yeah, 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 futuristic yeah. idea. And yeah, I yeah. think we've seen holographic displays for the last twenty years in 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 movies and stuff, and it it just feels boring. That you know, it's just such an easy effect to do, and there's nothing. You know, like when I watched Total Recall, you know, which is from the nineties, you know, nineteen ninety. And so it was like, what, 40 years old or something? No, 30 years old. And um, wait, is it 40 years? What's my math? 30 years old, yeah. 30. And, yeah. Um, and uh, you know, in the beginning, they're watching uh, TV on these huge wall screens, right? Like, it's like a normal wall. And it's like, you know, they're outside the view of their place. And then they press a button and out to TV. And even though, right. like, the quality is is from the 90s it still feels super futuristic because i can't do that right now yeah i can't turn one of my walls into a tv (laughs) right you know and so like that kind of thing i felt like next generation and and all the you know deep space nine and and voyager and stuff those shows really captured that uh in really interesting ways because even like the tricorder right like it's not really realistic that something that huge you know in the 20 you know the 2400s like something that thick and bulky and like you know what i mean but like as an idea it's great and cool and interesting and functional and feels futuristic you know uh and i just thought i didn't see any of that in picard uh really like 
you know, just on, on that level of like, oh, okay, you're really making me feel like you're depicting the future. Yeah. 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 It was, it was definitely more generic in mm-hmm. that way. Uh, and yeah, I think, I think the other thing that affected my reaction was that my expectations were so low from the trailer. I was like ready to hate it. Mm-hmm. And I was surprised when it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Was it Star Trek? Like in the way that I'm used to, like not at all. No. Uh, not really on any level. Even the like <laughs> thing that was on the Enterprise in the dream sequence felt off to me. Mm-hmm. But um, which is like the closest they came, I think, to an yeah. old school type scene. Um, uh, uh, but yeah, um, uh, I like I agree that I agree that. Um, it does seem like they've lost touch with certain like core aspects of what the design is supposed to look like and how the world is supposed to function. Mm-hmm. And they've just gone well, for standard. Yeah. But that, and it's like in a way, in a way that can be fine because what, you know, on, on next generation, we didn't really see characters that were not part of some, you know, most of the characters we saw were in the context of the Federation Right. Or some sort of military, right? Like, I, like yeah. one of the things that was really off-putting to me is the 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 Romulan dude at the very end that's introduced, and uh, with the oh, when we discover the British, the other the British Romulan dude. Don't even get me started, man. And and <laughs> one like, of the things I was like, work? I was like, yeah, Whatever. well, his parents a British guy immigrated so, to fun. you know to uh, to London, and he was born there. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but, um, the thing, and I think they are trying to say something about immigration, right? Because the Romulan homeworld was destroyed and they're displaced. And so I think we're supposed to be seeing Romulans where we're not used to seeing them. Right. But what was super weird about just the, the, the character design was this guy's beard. I'm like, I've never seen a Romulan with a beard in all my (laughs) days. There has never (laughs) been a Romulan because they're all in the military and they're all clean shaven. And that's the Romulan look. Right. And I was like, I was like, first of all, I was like, why did the, the makeup was really off-putting to me too for them? Because even with the, the characters who live with Picard, like they they're so like 95% humans with like these little add-on details, right? Of yeah, that make them alien. And I think without that uniform look and the whole like in the original, you know, it, when you see when you think of Romulans. <laughs> And I'm on a weird soapbox. It shouldn't matter, but like this is the stuff I feel like is important. With like you know, like the original Romulans in Next Generation, every Romulan looked like a Romulan. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. They looked different because they're different actors, but they all looked Romulan. Right. And and the design captured what that alien. And they all had like. the same haircut almost. Every yeah, and every time you saw a Ferengi, <laughs> they looked a like a Ferengi. Every time you saw a Bolian, they looked like a Bolian. And that's something that's really different in Picard right now is that, and I don't know how much this is intentional due in terms of the story reason of them being displaced is that they look less alien than I would expect. They look yeah. like humans and and then, but I get caught, put off guard because like uh, caught off guard with it because I look at their, like I'm watching the scene, right? And then I, I subconsciously noticed that their face looks weird. 
And so I'm like, mm-hmm. why did they face with the, oh, they're Romulan. Oh, that's right. I forgot they're Romulan. Okay, okay, cool. Back to the scene. And I'm watching the scene and I'm going, I'm like, wait, why does it, why is this high? Oh, he's Romulan. Oh, okay. You know, and it's like, yeah, I keep forgetting they're aliens because of the, the way they're designed that makes them look such like humans. Yeah. And yeah. I never had that with the original, with the old depictions of the aliens. I never looked at a Klingon and thought, wait, why does he look weird? Oh, that's right. He's Klingon. Like, you know, it just never happened. And uh, right. and so yeah, with the guy at the end with the beard was I was just like, so why is what's wrong with his face, huh? Oh, he's Romulan. <laughs> like, huh. I'm, huh. and I'm like, I'm, I'm like, right. why did I not notice that he's Romulan? Why is he coming off like a like a regular human being? Uh, you know what I mean? And it's like, to yeah. if they do something with that idea, like that would be interesting to me. But I wonder if it's just bad. Like it's just. They're not thinking of it in the way that I, that they could use it to say something about now that the history is different or now that Romulus has exploded and now we have all these Romulan immigrants, culturally, we have to depict them differently. Yeah. You know, and I and I so I'm going to be curious as the show goes on. Is that a thing you guys are, ex, you know, doing consciously or is this just some byproduct of of how you just are designing the characters now and they're not thinking about it from that level. Right. You know? um, because I'm like, I've just never seen a Romulan with just a dude bro beard. He's like a dude. He's like a dude <laughs> who happens to be Romulan. Yeah. I've never, we've just never seen that. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You know, it's uh, so it's just super weird. And so that's what I was saying about the, you know, how like pedestrian, a lot of the, and you said um, generic, the, some of the scenes were, were like, in a way, we've never, we, you know, we've never spent a lot of time outside of the Federation, you know, um, military, everyone we're watching is on duty style yeah, scenes, yeah. you know, where, where, okay, well, what is it just like to sort of exist in the, in, in San Francisco and you're not part of the Federation, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you're just whatever, like, there has to be normal, boring things happening. And so that's interesting. I'm like, you know, because honestly, what this feels like is it feels like, um, you know, like, you know, uh, old Sherlock Holmes, right? It feels like I could see Picard. I don't think this is a show they're going to do, but I would completely watch a show where it's just John Luke Picard solving mysteries every week. (laughs) He's retired and he's going, you know, he's like the new, like, um, uh, you know, he's like a pulp detective, you know, in San Francisco. And, you know, I mean, wouldn't you watch it? That's a total CBS show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like, and that's kind of what it felt like, where it's like, he's going to just be doing these like really boring things, but also he's fucking Captain John Luke Picard. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, you know, I can see every week it's like, oh, Captain, I need help with this thing. You know what I mean? And it's like, he goes and he has to like solve a mystery, you know, like I would totally watch the shit out of that show. Yeah. Um, because you know what you're going to get from that. And it's really, it's really, and, you know, with Picard in his waning years, I could totally accept that as a concept for a show. I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, cool. It's just John Luke Picard, you know, doing his, he's retired, but like not really, you know. Yeah. Um, but he's not captaining a ship. You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to be that story anymore. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's kind of what they're doing here in a bit is is mm-hmm. you know, it's not the captain's gonna be on a ship, 
and he's going to have a crew and it's going to be yeah. the old show we want back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They'll do callbacks, but it's mm-hmm. never going to be that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yes. that's what was sad and hard to watch was in 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 uh, unnerving too, which was like this action scene where he needs to protect the the oh injured girl. He could do yeah. nothing. He had he nothing he so, could do. Yeah. He was so he like Helpless. somebody's like here, hide behind this thing is what they told you know. Yeah. And that's hard to watch. And I think one of the things I thought could have been done to mitigate that kind of dissonance between the old Star Trek and the new Star Trek is, is I think the action was too fast, right? It was it's really... four times faster than any action sequence on Next yeah, Generation. It was so amped <laughs> up. Like, it was, and, and some of that was from the trailer and it was, yeah. Just, oh my God. They're really I thought, like, I thought they, they could have, they could have, you know, tried to walk the line better between what we, know from the original Star Trek stuff. I'd say original. I mean the 80s yeah. and 90s stuff. Yeah. Uh it it well the original stuff too is like make yeah, it du- how about like make it double speed, right? Mm-hmm. Make it twice as fast. Because like she's she's a you know um augmented whatever she is, Android yeah. or whatever. So yeah. cool. Yeah she'll be faster than a normal human. Cool. Right. The data never did shit like brain. that. Yeah, exactly, and it's just like it would have been. It would have been, I think, nicer to have it that first action sequence be sort of in a two x speed, and then mm-hmm. later, you know, maybe amp it up later when we get used Save to the, that. Yeah, extra yeah, power. yeah, yeah. I thought like they could have pulled back a little bit from because they don't need to sell that, right? I'm not watching it for that. It does feel like they're trying to sell it. Like, mm-hmm. look, action, excitement, explosions, mm-hmm. jumping, shooting. Fighting. But it's just, it's it's the same stuff we've seen. It's like Jason Bourne stuff, right? Like, it wasn't, well, except for when she jumped like 50 feet in the air. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about yeah. that. That was cool. That I'm like, was, okay. that yeah. That's something we would have never done in the original. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah. just wouldn't have happened. But, um yeah, so that stuff was weird. And then the other thing I'll say is, um, I mean, I, I agree with you overall. Like, I, I, I enjoyed it in, in general. Uh, my expectations were very low. Um, you know, you know, Jean, um, Patrick Stewart. Uh, Patrick Stewart, yeah. Uh, he he's the, is the show, obviously. And yeah. I think the title is, makes perfect sense. It, it really is the perfect title. And, um, and, but I think it, it's 90%, 95%, 98% him, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. and that's about it. And, uh, which is why I would watch him just solving a mystery of the week, like murder, she wrote or something. But yeah. It's John Luke Picard. Like, yeah. you know, let's do it guys. I'll watch it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, he really brings it. And that was something that really helped me in season one of Next Generation when, like, some of the plots are a little bit crappy and some of the sets are a bit crappy. Mm -hmm. But Patrick Stewart would walk in and he would deliver, like, some really heartfelt monologue. And it was (laughs) like, holy shit. Like, it just raised the level of dramatic interest. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I feel like, you know, 
it's not really the same because of the context and time has passed and so on, but I do think he's still, I mean, you know, he's just a good actor. And I, I just mm-hmm. think he's got like a really good handle on uh, how to play the character and like uh, draw the viewer in. I think uh, thinking about it, like another thing um, about the characterization that uh, threw me a bit, and I guess it's just related to this uh, backstory that they're giving him with um the, the Romulan relocation and how that failed and so on. But like, you know, he starts off being like, you know, Oh, I hate waking up. Like he's like, and later on they say he's like waiting to die or something. I'm just like, God, that's so, mm-hmm. it's so weird to me to imagine, you know, Picard, like getting to that kind of place. And, um, and that's tough because we don't know how he got there, you know? Yeah. I think so. It's tough to accept such a different character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just assuming that it has something to do with, you know, inertia slash the stuff that happened before that they talk about in the interview. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I agree that it's not actually explained. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, we haven't seen it dramatized, so we can only imagine, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, which I agree, yeah. it's, it's, I'm sure, has to it's do just... with... Well, he's he's absolutely he doesn't have anything to do. He's got no purpose, right? So that's number one for a person right. who's all about purpose, right? Yeah, dedicated his life for a purpose, you know. Right. So obviously, when you don't have that, that's you know he's sort of unmoored and sort of just flailing around. But then the whole data thing and you know yeah. all that stuff. So I I thought you know they did a good job with giving him a lot to wrestle with and putting him in a place of conflict and this whole le- so le- legacy idea right because we want to think well you know John Picard was the most you know uh well-known captains ever in Starfleet one of the most famous and 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 pivotal in so many ways right and uh and so we want him to, we have think of him as having an excellent legacy but it's like the show starts with, yeah, no, uh, he's sort of this weird figure where yeah. he's revered, but also like there's a scandal about things. And uh, right. uh, so I thought they did a good job with just setting him in that place. And that, you know, I thought that's an interesting vantage point to kind of have his character start from. Yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, if they want to do an arc, like they have to start from somewhere other than like things are fine mm-hmm. but um uh just in terms of the whole series like you know obviously picard went through various struggles but um i just feel like he was never that downbeat you know uh, mm-hmm. it's weird it's like it's almost like oh, he's he like have, uh yeah. what's his name at the beginning of apocalypse now you know like losing his mind like not you know not having a mission mm-hmm well, yeah, I think it makes sense, right? Because he had things to do back in the day and uh, right. he had, hadn't lost, like, everything. And also, yeah. like, you know, that's this thing about, you know, crewing with a crew is um, is he, you know, he'll never have the exhilaration in his life again of right. being on that ship. That ship, the, you know, the Enterprise, right? Like, <laughs> with that crew that was the highlight of his life so yeah. it's interesting to see you know that kind of thing play out and, and I, I did really like that line where he said uh uh what was the line that he said about waking up um uh he prefers to stay asleep or something yeah, like that, something like that. He's starting yeah. to resent waking up yeah. which i thought's like that felt again tr- like a true thing someone at the end of their life you know uh 
Oh, that's what he said. Um, to data, he doesn't want it to be over. You know, he doesn't want yeah. the game to end. That's what he said. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You picked up on that line from the trailer. Yeah. I forget what you thought it was, but yeah, that was definitely a clue. I, did I think it was uh, like it was a holodeck or it was a dream? I thought you thought, yeah, it was some kind of simulation, like a holodeck thing or something like that. But yeah, yeah they just went with the dream, I guess. Classic dream. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. You know, he's longing for the good old days. And he's, yeah. but he's got this, um, um, guilt or something with Data's death and that that's unresolved. Mm-hmm. So this picks back up. So right. yeah. Oh, you know, the, the characterization of Picard works, you know, I don't have a lot of problems with that at all. It's really the other stuff. Like as why I said, it's 95% Patrick Stewart. Right. And it's really where we are in the world that, it, you know, um, and what's the story really about? I, I'm not that interested in this Blade. You really called it with Blade Runner. I mean, it really is the major piece of Blade Runner. Yeah. And, 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 and I think yeah. like, and like, what's interesting is like, I th- I did like the detail to know that there's never been another sentient AI like Data. Mm-hmm. And I found that super surprising because we get a sentient sentient android like data i should say we get a sentient ai in the form of the doctor from uh from from voyager oh yeah right and and and, and we come across others other sentient artificial intelligence throughout the show yeah so it was surprising when they're like yeah no one else says we never did we never did sentient intelligence in an android again since data right so dr noonian soon was on to something yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and I think it's interesting that no one is really referencing that history, right? And uh, so I'm curious what people know. First of all, right. did, did it happen the same way? Now, mm-hmm. yeah, there's one question. Uh, but you know, they're gonna say was data created was data was created by the Daystrom Institute, right? Or something right. like yeah. they could change his origin. I guess they could definitely say that. Uh, but so I'm curious if like that's gonna come into play. Like Picard's gonna have to go back to the planet where data was created or something, or. Or maybe, you know, some cure, and they have the like B4 um, mm-hmm. body on, on display, which means, you know, an android deactivated in the first act. Kids oh, no, it. not Chekhov's <laughs> body. <laughs> yeah, okay. he'll get activated by the third act, I'm sure. <laughs> Honestly, what I think is going to happen is they, they intimate it like with, with this idea of. of uh, thank you, quantum flux or quantum mechanics, right? For uh, being the magic of our times, but uh, <laughs> this whole idea of data's memory could be within his daughter. Oh, body. yeah, yeah, they definitely set the stage for data so resurrection. I yeah. think data is going to be resurrected in the body of B4, so yeah, we can get, get him back. Yeah, uh, that just seems like an obvious thing they're gonna I do because they yeah. they didn't need to show Before's body that way. Uh, I mean, it, it, they made it work in the scene because they had to explain that he wasn't really anything like Data and all that stuff. But right, um, but yeah, and then then so then we get this like uh, Battlestar Galactica thing where we're talking about um, artificial androids but in with human bodies basically Mm -hmm. so now we're on that level yeah um which i guess is like the replicant thing right and um yeah so which is just 
you know, everybody's done it before. Yeah, I agree. You know? um, I agree. So I, I, I wish it was something. It's not a bad idea. And but, also, yeah. it's very similar to, uh, you know, with the Blade Runner 2049, you know, the sequel to the original Blade Runner. Mm -hmm. They did push forth the idea. Uh, you saw that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they did push forth on the Android idea, right? So, okay, what if two replicants had a baby? Had a baby. Okay, cool, yeah. right? But it's like, that's kind of what Picard is doing. So Data somehow yes, created right. children, which is like, yeah. okay, so so like, what's the idea beyond that with Androids? Because that's Actually, what Picard should be doing. I have a question about that. Because um, I, think, I think you'll remember this, because uh, I only vaguely remember this. Isn't there an episode of Next Generation where data like makes a daughter doesn't that happen yeah I, now by the end is she disassembled like i don't actually remember like what the resolution is but uh, i remember that there's an episode where that happens yeah here it is um lie lal lol lol <laughs> i was like i'm very close i think it's lol okay before yeah, it's bad to say that <laughs> picard was furious with data for creating artificial life without looping in the federation uh picard defended data's right to be a parent lol eventually superseded her creator managing to use contradictions and feel emotions oh that's right all right data Ooh. was like wow i'm better than you uh, let's see. However, feeling emotions result in a system collapse. Data honored his daughter okay. by clapping her memories into his neural system. <gasps> what? Okay. Oh, wow. So I wonder if they'll say anything about like Lol's memories from Data were copied into the these new mm -hmm. daughters. Yeah, yeah. It feels like it should be related. Again, alternate universe. Who knows if that even happened? But that feels like, I don't know. I, of course, it's like, you know, if you think of a sci-fi idea, like probably Star Trek did it at some point, mm -hmm. but um, it's weird that it's actually specifically the thing that they're centering the story around this time. Uh, except that, you know, I guess he made one that's like more human-like. I, I don't quite mm -hmm. understand what they're saying, honestly, but yeah, it seems like it's like Battlestar Galactica where you can like barely tell the difference, except when they're like, you know, fighting or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and this whole ban on androids, I thought was interesting too. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 That's very Blade Runner as well. Yeah. The whole, uh, you know, uprising and, yeah. uh, and revolution and now we're banned. Uh, yeah. That doesn't feel like the Federation, you know, like that's not uh, the yeah. same world, you know? And yeah, your point about AI, like I do think they have some work to do to convince me that, yeah, I don't know. I guess I guess the first thing they have to do is explain like why did all of these androids like attack or, or mm -hmm. whatever they did. I, I don't actually remember exactly what they said, but they did yeah. something bad. Anyway, like what what happened there? Why did they uh, why did they turn? Is there a good reason? You know, could mm -hmm. we understand that? Um, and then uh, uh, also, like, you know, 
why was it so hard to develop something like data if, you know, not only was there data, there was lore and, uh, you know, data made a daughter. And of course it is. that it net, dude? But it's like, why, I mean, at the very least, like you could just copy it, I would think. But if they had an AI program in Voyager, like I, I forgot about that because I haven't seen Voyager. So it wasn't in my mind, but it's a totally valid point that like, yeah, that's and the key. The key. The AI part's the key. I feel like the body would be not that hard. Well, and that's why they <laughs> still have, you know, they still have the AI. You know, there's the AI Moriarty AI. too. Yeah, so they didn't ban AIs, right? There's the all the computer AIs that are around on the show, the holograms that are talking to them, right? That's all AI. It's right. funny if it's a hologram. Uh, well, then I, okay, then I just then I just really don't get it. Like what I, what it is is it is it. AI in a physical body is what has been banned, which is what an Android is, right? So is it banned or is it... Okay, okay, okay. It's yeah. just been banned. It's not, it's, I guess the I'm getting... Creating it, them. It being banned versus, like, they can't do it, you know? Like, yes. What they couldn't do, uh, no one was able to create a, an, a, a, an Android like Data. Yeah, okay. Now... Uh, that's what they couldn't do technologically. But what was banned was developing Androids like data at all. Right. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. So basically, maybe someone could have developed the data, but they don't even get to try anymore. Right. You know, so that's the whole, the whole research has been stopped. Um, so, so maybe in the intervening years, they could have cracked it. But, but since the revolution or whatever the riot was, they haven't even been able to try. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, it, it's a whole weird thing. I had to think about myself. I'm like, did they ban AIs? No, not AIs, because they've got computers. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. 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 But it's just like, the the line there isn't so clear. It's like, why is embodying AI such a big risk, whereas letting AI run they... all of these systems is not? Because the autonomous control i think is the problem i think i mean you know that's if it's in its own body now it can do things you know uh and i think yeah i mean i hope the show gets into that to your point um i hope they can you know well once you once they're in a body now they're demanding rights or something you know Mm -hmm. we have to whatever uh, and it's a threat to the Federation and the riot, you know, I mean, maybe that's the plot line, right? The riot was uh, an inside mm-hmm. job to, yeah. to stop them from demanding rights or something. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. In these modern times, I don't expect them to say, well, they were just evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the end. That doesn't seem like a choice very many people are making these days. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I expect there to be some decent explanation, but it's just like, I'm just thinking like, you know, um, like, um, uh, you know, isn't there potential for like an AI, like if the AI has, is sufficiently advanced, I mean, maybe they just like throttle, like how advanced they can be. But I just would think like, there'd be a risk that they just take control of something, you know, if they mm-hmm. uh, have the power to control various systems or whatever. Like Skynet. Yeah, like Skynet, exactly. Like, it just seems to me like, you know, there's 
maybe there's less of a risk without the bodies, you know, I guess I could buy that, but I would think it would still be something, I don't know. Uh, I would think it would still be a problem if it's a problem that you have, you know, AI and bodies. Yeah, but I think it's, you still want to have as few problems as possible. And then there's some problems you have to live with, right? So I think that's right. kind of, they just have to live with the AI in a network problem. Yeah. Uh, but they don't have to live with the Android problem. Right. Right. Um, yeah, it's a uh, yeah, it's interesting. I, I'm curious if they will get into that kind of political. I hope they bring up the doctor ha, ha, uh, thing. I I feel like that's uh, I feel mm-hmm. like I don't even think of that. I feel like it's kind of a big deal. Yeah, so it's very relevant. Yeah, so minor spoiler on Voyager. You know, there's other holograms that are out in the world. You know, and. Um, the doctor is a unique one, and uh, he has a, a mobile emitter, which lets him basically be in. He's basically an android, but mm-hmm. he's a hologram. Uh, yeah. So he, you know, he's autonomous. He can do whatever he wants, but but he, yeah. you know, but he's technically not flesh and blood or there. You know, yeah. physically there. Um, so he's got this kind of loophole thing, but there are other holograms out there, and uh, I would be. It would be nice to know if there's any laws, because there actually was some things about that, as you, as you would imagine, the rights of holograms and what are they, right? So mm-hmm. um, be interesting if they touch on that at all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it seems relevant. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think the topic is interesting. I, I you know, I do wish it was a, a little less derivative, but, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, depending on what they do with it, like, it could turn out to be an interesting story. You know, I, I don't know exactly how they're going to spend their time uh, I, and what they're going to focus on. I was really surprised, and I and I guess I guess I'll give them brownie points. I guess it's a good surprise, but I, although it doesn't feel great, but well, because it's well, I'm not gonna give them brownie points because I think it goes it splits both ways. But I was okay. gonna say they had the Neutral. balls to kill the main character that we were following um, outright, the girl, and I thought, yeah, yeah, they was... do have a cop out, but at the same time, it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. That was like, that was really confusing to me. I was like, what the fuck did that? Okay. I was like, okay, so why is she not dead? Like, what happened? Mm-hmm. Did she get transported away? Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then when they brought up the twin thing, I'm like, well, okay, I guess she really is dead. And... Yeah, well, when Picard was like, gave his soliloquy, I was like, oh, she's really, oh, I yeah. thought like he just thought she might be dead, but then she'll show up later. But it was like, no, she's yeah. dead. Um, yeah. But the, the reason I give them negative points is because the twin isn't the one we had any emotional connection to. True. Uh, and she actually seems like she has a completely different personality. Yeah. And I thought the the, the first girl, uh, I thought, like, even though it was derivative, she did a good job of, of getting us, bringing us along with her journey. Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden, like, all that we all the emotional connection built up to her and with Picard is just out the window. And now they're going to go to this new person. He's got to go find, but like, they're going to have a completely different 
relationship with each other. Right, right. And, and so that to me is like a weird, it's going to leave this aftertaste in your mouth forever. It's just like what I was kind of saying before about like, if you're watching a show that has like, you know, time travel or alternate universes and stuff and like the character you've been following dies and is replaced by the one from the alternate universe. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. It's kind of them mostly, but right. also not really. And yeah. but practically it's the same, but technically yeah. it's not. Yeah, I mean, Battlestar Galactica had that, you know, like experiences matter. Yeah. Even if, even if you're like identical, mm-hmm. you know, from mm-hmm. the point of view of like being created, you're made out of the same stuff. You're just like, but if you have a different experience and you're AI, like it will shape you in a different mm-hmm. way. So. Yeah, so that's always going to feel weird that, and it's also weird to see Picard fail um, mm-hmm. so dramatically. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But I, I will, I, yeah, I don't know if brownie points is the right word, but it did surprise me. And I will give them like some kind of credit for like crossing a line that mm-hmm. usually in TV would not be allowed. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah, because you are throwing away that emotional connection. Like, it's crazy. It's one episode. Mm-hmm. Like, it's already, mm-hmm. I don't know. It'd be one thing if they killed her in like episode five, but like, yeah damn like episode one like they have their one big fight and then she's dead she's gone yeah so yeah that's it's like i i do appreciate that on a level but i also agree that it it does kind of undercut some Mm -hmm. of the beats from earlier um i guess it's supposed to be about what it means for picard and and yeah so they get points for yeah for it being really great motivation for him not to fail again yeah um yeah and you know he he lost one of Data's daughters, so right. you know. But it's but it's weird because it's gonna feel like it didn't matter, right? And that's the problem with the yeah. twins, I guess. Like, like it just it's gonna feel like ah, that first one didn't really count. Like she's right. an android and a twin. Like you're you don't you're not even in existence. You know what I mean? Like it's like that shouldn't feel that way. Uh, yeah, she should. It should feel like a, a a bad thing. And uh, and yeah, I think they're just gonna be like. You know, because there was no version of the story where he ha- he's working with both of them, right? Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> One like, at a time, please. Exactly, yeah. There's no version yeah. where it's like, okay, now I, you know, I'm going to help these two girls and there's like, what, the, there's going to be two actresses or whatever? Mm-hmm. Or like, do all the work to have the one actress play both parts on screen right. at the same time. Right, right. So yeah. that was never going to happen. But it, the twin thing does feel like kind of a cop out, like the yeah. way they could have this shocking moment, but not mm-hmm. lose the storyline completely. Yeah. Uh, I, they definitely could have, yeah. They didn't have to write it that oh they just make well and it just and it reason. seems like they they want they were more interested in and in obviously in in the long term story being about the twin on this on the ship right versus the fish out of water I'm just a high school girl twin right. who knew nothing and had no interesting backstory basically right right so that's what's weird too is they're like yeah we don't want to. We we there's a story that we're telling with this other one that the first one didn't have, right? Um, yeah, that's true. All right, well, let's get into the episode. I guess we're gonna do some commentary on Picard. Um, yeah, let's watch that thing. All right, everybody, get your CBS All Access streamers <laughs> ready if you're going to watch with us. 
as we boldly go where no one's gone before. I just made that up. Or no? Okay. (laughs) No, we cannot go boldly. Okay. You take that adverb and you split it. Okay. Um, Okay. All right, let's do it. All right, here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Picard. Amazon original. (laughs) Fancy. Yeah. It's not really an Amazon show, but fair enough. All right. Slap their name on anything, I guess. So right away, the high quality graphics stand out. The insane yeah. renderings of the galaxy here are really nice. Very modern. Very like you know what we expect from the Abrams movies and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and seeing the Enterprise in this level, you know, it will always be great to me. Uh, yeah. And I love when they do shots like this. Yeah, and really connect the outside of the ship to what's happening inside. Like that's definitely. Cool. So it's a good start. Heading <laughs> I like uh, I guess ten forward is what this is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I don't think it was ten forward, was it? Oh, it's not. No, ten forward's on the top. That wasn't on the top. This was in the front of the ship. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Data looks a lot better than the uh, original trailer. They did some more work on him in these scenes. Uh, if you go look oh, they at did. the original, yeah. Okay. He looked awful. <laughs> your talents you don't have a tell so classic you're not telling you're telling what if Picard's dead and this is all a dream and uh <laughs> Oh, there's one thing he did in this episode. He didn't do in this episode. I was so pissed at. He never said to Earl Grey hot, and I and I he had like two chances to to, mm-hmm. to do that, and he didn't. And I, and I always wonder when they do that when they're like, they get so close to the thing and they just don't do it the same yeah. way. And I'm like, what are they thinking? Yeah, it's like a half callback. Mm-hmm. This isn't right. So wait, did Mars actually explode? <laughs> I think it was like attacked or something. They should explain it in this big exposition dump. They did say Utopia Phoenicia was lost, which was sad to hear. Uh, but I was wondering if he was com- conflating the explosion of Romulus with the destruction mm-hmm. of Mars. It could like, be. It could be. I couldn't tell dream. if, like, yeah. So this is where we're like, you know, Picard, the golden years. 
and mm-hmm. it's just like him in a regular world and love this old school architecture in any here. time period you know the, the 20th beams. century yeah you kind of lose the feeling that you're in the future definitely like even these sprayers don't feel that futuristic like yeah you know what i mean like we you know like the city i thought they did a pretty good job here i'm like does that look like star trek you know what i mean <laughs> does that look like something yeah. else and i'm like eh, okay, okay yeah yeah Famous what? I don't know what race you are, sir. <laughs> yeah. They just invent this? Is this a thing? I don't yeah, know. I don't I'm like, is it a callback to something? Or... Yeah. You're amazing. Yeah, they might. Yeah, I don't know. Dude, I'm a fellow in artificial intelligence and quantum computing. She said dude, and I'm like, 20, you know, 400 years from now? Still saying dude. But that's actually the anachronisms are totally classic Star Trek. I love like the doctor he'll he'll like make these quips and he'll be like, Yeah, what are you, Cleopatra? And it's like, dude, like that reference is to a planet you know, five thousand, ten thousand years ago. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. why would an alien understand that reference? Like, right. you know, and they just move along like they do. Right. So this felt like CSI Star Trek, you know, or Star Trek yeah, CSI. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't you have a universal translator? Do you need to speak English? I thought to speak English. I don't. Yeah, I can't tell why he said that. I thought he. I thought it was to hide who they really are. Oh, are you aware when a universal translator is activating? Or or do they not even have them because they're not in Starfleet? <clears throat> well, that's a good point. I Are you talking about the, when he said speak English? Yeah. I thought he was trying to hide the fact that they're Romulans or whatever. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, he's attacking. And if they talk in Romulan, then right. people will go, the Romulans right. attack. I just that's... had the impression with Universal Translator that you couldn't really tell just by the way they portrayed it. You know what I mean? Like, could you tell the difference if yeah. I a think... Romulan was speaking their language versus English if you're using the Universal Translator? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think on a, like in-world level maybe i don't know how we're supposed to think about it they never really they never really yeah the universal translator is a confusing thing they they, they don't nail it down that specifically yeah yeah i just realized like referencing like speak english like that's so rare in star trek Mm because like language is like a non-issue because of the universal translator yeah they can always communicate with everyone, no matter what. Everyone speaks English, but, but you know, I think the translators really. were on the com badges and stuff. So yeah, I don't think yeah, yeah. I don't think That's what they I was have wondering. them. Yeah, they yeah, have everybody everywhere. Yeah. <clears throat> this uh, title sequence I thought was interesting. I liked some of the ideas, um, but it it also but it it came across like very specific, like will this make sense for season two or three or four? 
they oh, seem like yeah. a very specific idea that they're telling about this DNA. I think and the they would probably structure. change it depending yeah. on where it goes. Yeah. Because uh, they've already announced season two, so. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> so I guess they're getting more of this. But yeah, I agree. It's clearly tying in with the main plot. Yeah. The Borg Cube. Yeah, a life being created, synthetic yeah. life. Yeah. But it's like nothing about Picard. You know, this is, you know, he shows up right when I say that. But I mean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's not, not a, hilarious. You know, it's like not <laughs> about him. Star Trek Picard. No, I just mean, I mean, all the imagery of Most creating of a life was, you know, unless it's like he needs to create a life, right? Right. Yeah, no, that's a good point. All right. Back to the chateau. Mm-hmm. Chateau Picard. <laughs> we only go the best grades here at Chateau Picard because we care about you. That's why our vine ripened <laughs> grapes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was like a commercial for his winery. <laughs> it does feel that way. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I thought this was an insult to Riker, but... Oh, to name the dog number one. Yeah. Yeah. A British man speaking French. Oh, man. Yeah, his <laughs> French accent is... that It's heavy. It's like, are you really French? Yeah. He's 400 years removed from French. Your name suggests you are, yeah. but... Well, even assassins need a bath sometimes. It was really late, Picard, you know? I feel like I never understood who these people are. They're, you... like, they're like house servants or something. <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> Really? I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure they are. I think they're just like supposed to like clean stuff. And, no, like, I think you're completely wrong and it's completely meals. hilarious. I got the sense they live here with him that he Yeah, that he invited them after the after the planet exploded and they needed a place to live. <laughs> oh, I living. think that's what happened, but I think they're but I think they're functioning as servants more or less like cooking things, cleaning things. But are they doing that because they live there and they're helping out? Or are you saying they're on the payroll? Well, I don't know. Do they have money? Is that a thing? Did the alternate universe change that? I don't know about that. I'm just saying, like, practically speaking. Okay, you're just saying practically what do they do. Gotcha. That's really what they're doing. I, I was asking, who are they on a character level? Like, it was weird to me. to. Try but yeah, to yeah. I think out. they're like Romulan refugees that he's taken in. Yeah, but that's my point is it's not clear. <laughs> yeah, I agree. They don't say it. It's not like, well, when you came to me after the blah, blah, blah. Right. You know? yeah. I love that lie where she's like, that's nice. The one that wasn't garish and horrible. <laughs> you didn't want to wear that for a whole scene, that blue <laughs> lipstick or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, the, the normal lipstick looks good. Let's go with that one today. Love that. Did he just say, I want to keep my job? Yeah. Because that would imply his job. Anyway. No, no. Did he say that? Oh, he didn't say that? I thought there was, he just said, like, Maybe I want to keep my job. That means she's going to inquire. 
Yeah, clearly. See, they seem like close friends. I just don't know why. Like, yeah. Is it just because he brought them in? Did he know them before that? Were they previous Romulan friends that he's like, well, of course I'll bring you in. Or was it like just people that he met right. during the evacuation? While captain of Starfleet's flagship Enterprise, he was hailed as one of our galaxy's most intrepid explorers. A skilled diplomat. FNN, the news of the galaxy. Doesn't work. I don't know. It doesn't work. It's just Wait, too, what? like, just this whole idea of this, like, news network across the galaxy. Oh, like, there's oh, only okay. one, right? Right, right. You've never agreed to an interview before, so thank you for inviting the galaxy into your show. Like, come on, there's got to be one billion channels by now. Right. It is a day of memories. Raising awareness of the supernova's lingering impacts is work that I am extremely passionate about. Let's explain. When you first learned that the Romulans had escaped... Like that drone thing? That's fucked, dude. I just... It's not Star Trek to me. It's not in the right world to have, like, drones flying around. <laughs> to get camera angles, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they never needed that before when they That's did... That's true. Yeah, the way the screens worked always confused me. Like, yeah. it was like they were always framed the right way, no matter where they were standing. Because they have sensor tech... That advanced yeah. sensor technology that can tell you what that angle looks like, right? So it's like, yeah. that's how I always thought about it. Yeah. But they, so it's like this weird regression to have like a drone flying around that, that we have today, you know? Yeah. But the Federation it's true. And it wasn't like even silent. Right. All species lives matter. outside the blast of the supernova a logistical feat more ambitious than the pyramids the pyramids were a symbol of colossal vanity if you want to look for historical analogy like they just made a, a, a literally to my example of of ancient egypt uh reference to people across the galaxy who don't know earth history like that <laughs> right yeah They literally did the thing. I said they were going to do. It's hilarious. <laughs> but hey, that's classic Star Trek, so they get bonus points. A group right. That's the bad part of it. True. And own oh, okay. So that's the thing that happens. Oh, that's what was weird, is they conflate the two events. The evacuation went poorly because of the androids. Yeah. So that's what makes it kind of cumbersome is two things happen at the same time. Right. And did what they did that day. But I believe the subsequent decision to ban synthetic life forms. See, now it's not about the Romulans, it's about synthetics. So they have to make yeah. this <laughs> change of story. Right. And now they bring data into it. Even answering that question was undignified, was I thought. <laughs> You've never spoken about your departure from Starfleet. Didn't you, in fact, resign your commission in protest? That wasn't my word. Why did you really quit Starfleet? Yes. 
I'm sorry. Because it was no longer Starfleet. Just what I wanted. Gotcha. <laughs> Starfleet slunk from its duties. The decision to call off the rescue and to abandon those people we had sworn to save was not just dishonorable. It was downright criminal. And I was not prepared to stand by and be a spectator. And you, my dear, you have no Blade Runner. Haha, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, it's like Meanwhile and Blade Runner. <laughs> Every moment of this shot. All of these shots. Yeah. And that's the problem. It's like nobody's inventing what the future looks like. Everyone just replays yeah. what we've seen before. It's true. Whereas usually the remembered things that get copied like brought something original mm -hmm. to what they were showing. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I mean, they hover. What more do you want? <laughs> they hover. <laughs> well, glad we have some technological progression in 400 years. Who said that, my lord? Who said what? Uh, I forgot already. We have... No, I forgot. It's gone. Here. I saw your interview. Do you know me? What? Do you know me? No. I can't technically see you under the hood, but. <laughs> You're not sure. You're not sure. How do I know that? Who are you? I was with my boyfriend. We were in my apartment. I put a bag. Wait, could she read minds? Who was they? I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, I wasn't sure what we were supposed to take from that, other than she would know that he doesn't really know her. So that's why she knew that. Okay. <laughs> I also thought this is the most crying anyone has ever done on Star Trek in the history of Star Trek. Like, we've seen characters be emotional before, uh, obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but there's something about either the, 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 the high death quality or something or her acting style... But it's so profuse in a way that I feel like I've never seen any other actor be like this on screen. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Like even the worst things that ever happened in Star Trek, no one's cried like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or it hasn't been depicted in this way. So, and I'm like, I'm trying to figure out why it's coming off like that. Like, is she just giving too much? Or is it, you know what I mean? Like, People yeah, I think it's weird that it turns out to be an android, too. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they're making a point about that, but... Uh, 
but yeah, I agree. It's it's pitched in a totally different way from the way they would play an emotional scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was just a, it wasn't just the sets and stuff. It was definitely the the way they yeah. were scripted and the way they were acting as well. Mm-hmm. That like, yeah, there's a whole tone the to tone. the world that yeah. all the characters share, right? Yeah. This is dumb. Also. This is, I hate this. I hate these MacGuffin thing. Can I see your necklace? No one has ever asked to see someone else's necklace. Like, take that thing <laughs> off your neck and hand it to me so I can inspect it. Who's ever done that? Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those now, you know, obviously he's, you know, trying to understand her and stuff, but I just thought, like, it's just heavy handed, you know? Yeah. So is is what she's remembering like date like data's memories or something? That's kind of what I thought. Yeah. And when she activates, is that data helping her out in some way? Or is it just or did he leave some sort of fighting program in her memory? Or like mm-hmm. you know, is yeah. she engineered to be a weapon? That's what um, it feels like, you know? Yeah, like, it kinda does, yeah. And that's why the Romulans want her or something. Yeah. Or maybe they're, you know. Did we find out they're Romulans? I forget. Wait, do do we what? The people who were fighting her in the beginning, did we find out they're Romulans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We found out they're Romulans. Okay. Yeah. So I was yeah, thinking, well, maybe maybe some androids survived. And they want her as their new leader to make more of them or something. I feel like we have to find out more about that. Did they say they killed all those androids? I think they said they did. There's okay. always some that survive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I guess dot you know these would fit into that mo- model. I mean, I'd be surprised if there's not a connection between Data creating these girls and the Android uprising thing, right? Like, yeah, I agree. Would they? They're about the right age for that, right? I think. Uh, how long ago was that? But yeah, I think you might be right. Yeah, I think they said twenty years. So twenty years, yeah. That's that's definitely mm-hmm. believable. Yeah, things should connect. But yeah, the first time through, I didn't know where the plot was going. So it does seem a bit different now, knowing what the twists (laughs) are going to be. Mm hmm. From the back, it looks like Data. Yep. From the side, it looks like Data. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they did a good job. I mean, they're obviously doing, like, age reduction CG on him and other stuff. And, like, he looks good. I think it looks pretty good. For, you know, modern Data. Yeah, it doesn't look like the old Data, but... Mm -hmm. There was no way. I thought they should have said. I thought they should have said data. um, 
had a uh, an aging chip. Yeah. <laughs> and he just it made him age like yeah. like normal somehow. He got human skin grafted onto his face or something. Yeah, but the problem is he died and it's a dream, so I don't know. I guess Picard could imagine him aging. Yeah, that's funny. The dog did it. That's what I kept thinking from that description. She was gone, but the dog was in her bed. Well, that, wow, sounds like the dog has some explaining to do. <laughs> Tell me what happened. Yeah. Quantum Archive. Mm-hmm. No one beside myself has access, correct? Unless you prefer we sell tickets. Is that humor? We're trying something new. Don't give up your day job. My program offers you privacy beyond the... This also feels like Blade Runner. Yep. I think the outside almost looks like old Star Trek, like... It was very... Yeah, I agree. It, it fit pretty well with that idea. I thought it was weird that he kept that. What was that from? I don't actually remember. That was Picard Day from the Enterprise. When, like, they had a day where the kids celebrated Captain Picard. Oh. And they had that whole banner. And, uh... Oh. I, like, I, I love the idea that he kept that. It's also super Is weird to me. Is that the one me. where he gets trapped in the elevator? I think that's the one with the kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. That so, that I thing right that... there, that whole box uh, zipping itself up and moving out of the way, I thought was spot on what I expect from a sci-fi show and Star Trek. Like, with like, what are the little touches of how technology is different? And I thought that was a really good example. Mm -hmm. That felt futuristic. It felt realistic. It had a purpose in what it was doing. I was like, that's yeah. it. And it wasn't something I've seen a million times. Right. One of a set of two. He gifted it to you on the Enterprise. The other was hanging on your study wall at home, I believe. And no one else has been in here, not even for service hours. Check the records. No one, Admiral. This painting had the title. Accessing. This painting is called i wonder what the other painting is called yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> a good point i did feel like that was like a little on the nose but like it's yeah. uh you know i mean whatever mm -hmm. it's data he's generally an on the nose kind of character yeah back to blade runner yep yep <laughs> <So> <laughs> It doesn't help that she's on the run. Yeah. Hi, honey. Mom, someone tried to kill me. What? Well, how did you know? I'm... I just ran. I think they're still after me. I don't know what's happening, Mom. Natasha, you need to get somewhere safe. Mom, I tried, but but I couldn't stay there. I, I can't put anyone else in danger. I don't want anyone else to get hurt, you know? Mom, I'm scared. No, no, it's too dangerous for him. Wait. Wait, I, I didn't tell you. So, that I 
Is she in on this thing? That's a great question. I kind of assume this, like the Romulans are faking this footage. Oh, you think it's fake. But the fact that she's like, the fact that she knows that and she wants him to go to Picard. Yeah. So then I'm like, yeah, I don't know what I think about that. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was weird. I was getting suspicious. This thing was... right here where she's sort of hacking visually or with the holograms, I thought worked pretty well with like visualizing what she's doing conceptually mm -hmm. in terms of this hacking thing. Uh, so I'll give them points for that. Yeah. Why was Picard in Boston? Wait, he wasn't in Boston. Oh, she was in Boston. And then yeah. he was in France. And now he's, yeah. she, he's in San Francisco. Exactly. Okay. Inter international. This this story has gotten smaller. It's international yeah. center intergalactic. No, you don't have schizophrenia. Then I'm a freak. No, you're not. In fact, you might be. You're in schizophrenia. It's a third option you weren't expecting. The two combined. Forget them. Commander Data was a highly decorated Starfleet officer, and he sacrificed his life for me on our last mission together. It was over two decades ago now. He's like, have you seen Star Trek The Next Generation? Because if not, you should watch it. Yeah, it really explains this whole backstory. Exactly. How much I care. But he painted it 30 years ago. That's impossible. Name the painting. I was going to say the painting should have been named her name. Okay. Your friend painted someone. You said? Assuming Data named her, which maybe he didn't. In your apartment. Right. And you knew they were coming after you, and the hearing, and you tracked me. Some of that doesn't. Just because he's an android, like some of that, I'm like, I don't know what. The attack on you might have acted as some kind of like You knew me, therefore you're an android. That's like I don't really get that. Yeah, I agree. My dad was a xenobotanist. Not the best. He's so unconvinced. Someone implanted in your brain. No one can touch it or take it away. Have you seen Blade Runner? This is so Blade Runner. Oh my yeah. god. They literally have this scene. And honestly, have you ever considered the possibility of the soulless murder machine? That you are something lovingly and deliberately created, like Darjon Cinema. You're telling me that I'm not real. No, I'm not. If you are who I think you are, you are dear to me in ways that you can't understand. Or maybe she can. 
<laughs> Try her, yeah. I mean, we will go together to the Daystrom Institute in Okinawa. I was with Professor Daystrom as a research fellow. You, I thought that was weird too because it felt like that it was this weird coincidence that it seems like we should read into, but I think it's just a coincidence. I agree, yeah. Like, tap your comm badge and, like, call Starfleet security. Like, what's happening to this planet here? No time. Yeah, it is pretty bad. Like, there's no security. There's no 911. I don't have a phone. There's no voice-activated security systems. Like, there's no law enforcement that would be on the scene immediately when there's phaser fire. Yeah. Yeah, all of this is too much. It's just too much. It's a like, lot. It's, it's a like lot. A, it's like Serenity level, you know, Firefly. Yeah. Like, like, I'm engineered to just to fight. And it, instead of it yep. being like, well, she's fast, and, but she's super strong. She doesn't have to do martial arts yeah. to stop these guys. Yeah. Wait, why did he disappear? He got teleported out. Oh, that was teleportation. Okay. Yeah. I was just thinking that they don't show teleportation, but I guess no, that's yeah, what they, it is. Yeah. So he like... He like spit acid. I, I didn't really understand what happened. I there. think either his blood is corrosive or... Yeah, I think that's the idea is his blood is corrosive or something. Is that true of Romulans in general? I don't that just like remember that special... being a thing. I don't remember that being a thing either. So I was just like, I was a bit confused by that. Or if it was like a tactic, like mm -hmm. we'll come with like acid to spit. If I also all... thought maybe it was a, um, like one of those suicide tablets, you know, yeah. that, that a soldier would have. But in this case, it has the added effect of making your your saliva acidic yeah. <laughs> as it kills you and that's what right. he did yeah i can't believe she died because like he spit on her like yeah that's just really strange yep i was like expecting it to be a dream or something i'm like there's no way that just i happened. thought it was gonna be she survived the explosion miraculously yeah. uh because she's an android and somehow that yeah you know she's got extra qualities we didn't expect I, I always forget she's a Romulan because I can't see her ears. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I just keep thinking, why does her face look weird? What? Are, oh, it's her eyebrows. What's wrong with her eyebrows? Yeah. Oh, she's a Romulan. Yeah. Why? 
I just assumed that it was like Romulan revenge for uh, the synthetic attack, but I guess like that's probably something they'll develop since they set it up here. Did Jordy study at the Daystrom Institute? Admiral Picard. It's a good question. I, like I don't. I don't remember it being mentioned before, but oh no, it's, it's famous. Been a while. You can tell me if it is possible to make a sentient android out of flesh and blood. <laughs> what a question. <laughs> no, really. How can I? Is that why you've come here? It is. Even before the ban, that was your... Well, a flesh and blood android was in our sights, but a sentient one... Oh, wow! The Soon Foundation... Even more what is this? Huh. They said the Soon Foundation was a group within the Dacer Institute. Oh. This might be from a novel, though. I'm not sure how canon it is. to what's left of the Federation's Division of Advanced Synthetic Research. The ghost town. In more ways than one. The Android we actually have real ghosts. I also thought this was really just bad, too. Like, these desks with lights on them. Like, mm -hmm. fuck this shit. This is not yeah. the future. Yeah. This is not how you're designing things in the future. Sitting at a desk. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. The short answer is no. Well, give me the long answer. Really no. Please, humor me. Before, isn't it? And after. It's so much like Data. He's an inferior copy. Data tried to download the contents of his Don't tell me shit about data. I know everything there is to know about data. <laughs> like Picard's like D4 wasn't much like data at all. Like, do you know who I am? No other synth has been. And there's the rub. Yeah, I feel like that's partially for the audience. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Then came Bruce. Maddox. Some guy we'll talk about off screen who's really integral to all this stuff, but he's not the main person we're talking to. God, it's so boring. <laughs> oh, Bruce. So poor Bruce. Hopefully we'll see him on screen at some point. <laughs> I think we might. Since there's this uh, setup that he disappeared. This is the longer no. It means you're a thief. I mean, you stole her necklace. Like, how did he get this? Because, like, she died in his I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, wait, did he hold on to that? 
Did he grab no, the bag? Yeah, he gave it back to her in that scene. Yeah, I thought so. Okay, that's weird. It's a symbol for fractal neuronic cloning. Fractal. Mm -hmm. Oh, Maddox again. He seems integral to everything. Reconstituted from a single positronic neuron. If there is a synth out there who is perfect, like you say, then data or some part of him, an essence of him, essence, yes, will be alive. There would be no way of knowing without examining. Oh. Okay. We dodge the bullet on this ah! line. I believe Maddox modeled her on an old painting of Data. Okay, so Data didn't create the daughters. Yes. Maddox created okay. the daughters based off of Data somehow. Okay. They're created in pairs. Why? Twins. <laughs> I just wish you would have said why. It's just yeah. that it's just if you knew anything about fractal, whatever I said, mm -hmm. you know that it just has to be. It just has to be two. They're crazy. You always get two. You just got to do two. Two for one. Yeah. <laughs> this camera movement. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> unnecessary. <laughs> This is like that's that's like Star Wars. Like why are we in yeah, Star Wars now? That's exactly what I was thinking. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. There he is. <laughs> the most human man I've ever seen. Is in that my supposed to be life. Really human? Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's also weird that they're in a board cube. Yeah, yeah. I assume that we'll talk about that. Yeah. I also have a beard. I hate that she's touching her necklace. Like I hate that she's calling <laughs> attention to it. I hate yeah. her lines about her dad. It's like she's a completely way less interesting character than the other one. That's nice. Oh, this thing I'm like yeah. calling attention to. This. Oh, do you want me to tell you all about it? Oh, I just want to tell you I have a sister by the way. I'm a twin. We were twins, in case you were wondering. That thing we just found out. Yeah. Yeah. We're really close. We lost him last year. When a plot happened. Very unexpected. We'll get to it later. <laughs> I'm sorry, you spend your day fixing broken people. I'm guessing the last thing you want when you get off work is to listen to another sad story. The other thing that's weird is like, he's got like nothing, no charisma or nothing interesting about him. And yet she's like all interested. Mm -hmm. I'm just like I don't understand. I don't get it. What what happened? Why it's are gotta you... be the beard? It's the beard. The beard is irresistible. So then we get the. I knew when we were panning out this slowly and this dramatically. I'm like, okay, they're trying to tell us something here. But obviously, if you're paying attention <laughs> to uh, the title sequence, uh, you yeah, Borg Cube was involved. Yeah. I think it's a cool idea. I'm assuming the idea here is they needed a place to resettle and no one else would take right. them and they found a cube. Yeah. And now they're kind of sort of rebuilding it, which will be, I'm assuming, the threat that right. will face the Federation at some point if they get this cube uh, up and running. Yeah. 
Now, I don't know what those those things are in this in space. I don't either. Yeah, I, I was can't tell if there were like uh, mines or charges or like uh, defense mechanisms or or they were somehow helping stabilize the cube. You know, so yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like perfectly fine. Uh, like. I, I don't I think that to me the 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 question is gonna be the plot that they're telling, the story that they're telling with Vaj and Saj and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um because yeah, yeah. there's gotta be twins, because you make one, you gotta get two. Yeah. Uh it, it, is that story is. gonna be interesting enough? Because I I, I don't know if I'm going to care to see this Picard's emotional journey alone, you know, like uh, watch him pontificate about the past. But uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, this story's got to be interesting. Whatever's happening with the clones and the Romulans and the androids, right? <laughs> oh my. Um has yeah. got to be like really novel because they're already into well-worn territory. Yeah. They're starting off aping other stuff <laughs> like just right Definitely. off the bat, you know. Yeah. And he it does feel like um Blade Runner, you know, 24, you know, 100 or something. Like it feels like if you know, if Decker was, you know, Picard's age or something mm -hmm. and then you know, from the events of the original Blade Runner, they outlawed all androids, right? And then, right. and yep. then, like now, this new one comes to him and needs help. You know, like yeah, it's pretty much the same story. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's true. Yeah, and even the visual, uh, some of the scenes in the city and stuff have mm -hmm. evokes that with the rain and you know. Yep this uh general sort of look uh yeah no I, I i hope they have something interesting planned for like how they're going to tie it all together but yeah i agree it doesn't hold a, a a ton of promise uh at this point but i think you know it is the kind of thing where uh there's a basic enjoyment about it that mm -hmm. almost cannot be destroyed like without you know like killing off Picard or something. I, I basically agree with you, but I do think it's easier said than done because kind of the point I was trying to make was that if they put him in really obnoxious situations, I think it will ruin him. I think there's scenes you don't want to see him in that they could do. Right. And you're like, oh yeah, I don't want to see this version of him. Like it's <laughs> ruining his character. You know, I mean, obviously Patrick Stewart will always be great, but like, you know what I mean? Like there, yeah, there's, yeah. there's things they can do, man. I'm worried about that. It's like, but I, I think there is a, I think that's a pretty low ceiling, a low floor. And uh, I don't expect yeah. them to get that bad with it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I am worried that if the story is really obnoxious, it won't even be worth watching him go through the the right you know the motions on it 
Yeah. Uh, so I'm hoping they make something super interesting. Yeah, he's gonna have to like get a crew together, and it's gonna be. And that's the thing: if the, the crew's thing. horrible, like... yeah, that's that's a big risk, I think. Because mm-hmm. it won't be the old crew; it's gonna mm-hmm. be like a bunch of new. Crews people. are tough, I tell you. Crews are one of the hardest thing to write, and so and that's why a lot of the alien, most of the aliens movies are bad, is because they none of them since the original has really nailed the crew yeah you know and uh the first two do but after that like you just don't get that same feeling from nailing that whole crew thing and like star trek's the same way where yeah you've gotta you've gotta nail the crew yeah 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 and yeah it does seem to me like the old characters are mostly going to be cameos. Mm-hmm. They're not like integral to the show the way Picard is, obviously. Yeah, maybe a, a cameo a week. Yeah. Oh, something I like that. I have this thing I need. I wonder who can help me with that. I'll go see mm-hmm. what Riker's up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, he named your dog after me, huh? Yeah. Uh, you, oh my God! You know, there's going to be a line. So I heard you name your dog after me. Oh man, you totally called it. Oh man, totally called it. <laughs> I just think or, they have to call it. Did that. you did you ever you ever name that puppy? You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know. Um, yeah. 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 It's 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 gonna totally be a line. <laughs> and I guess seven of nine has to show up at some point. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I guess she knows Picard. I don't even know. Uh, she does not know Picard, so okay. that that will be uh, yeah different thing. Yeah, I mean her back for your info and everybody else. You know her backstory is that she's a human. You know she's human when she was a young girl. Uh, her parents were basically the first Borg researchers, and they followed a Borg cube to the Delta Quadrant uh, through a trans uh, warp um, conduit. And her parents, you know, were on a runabout, basically, uh, following this Borg cube. And so they did a bunch of early research on the Borg before, like, any other humans really met them. I think I think it was, you know, obviously still after the, the Locutus stuff, but it was mm-hmm. still, like, only a few, um, you know, they, the Borg were still very unknown. Like, they didn't right. understand all the hive mentality and, and stuff like that. And the whole, like, they were, they, you know redcon sort of but they theorized that you know there's a queen and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. anybody anything like that so anyway so her parents get assimilated by the borg as you would imagine right. that story would end yeah. um and uh and so seven of nine basically goes from like age like i don't know 10 or something through early 20s as borg yeah. uh and then so when voyager finds her you know she's just a regular Borg drone that they end up liberating from the collective. And then she has a whole journey back to finding her humanity after that. That's kind of her whole thing. So, right. uh, but so she spent her life basically in the Delta quadrant. So she's had no, has had no interactions with Picard as far as the Voyager storyline is concerned. So yeah. When yeah. She yeah. That up makes on sense. The... If it happened, it would have had to have been like somehow post Voyager. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I don't know when that ended, if it ended before the, next generation movies came out uh like if it would even be possible uh yeah i I think it ended before well 
they never talk about Voyager in those movies, but okay. I think there is some overlap. I feel like I remember like the Doctor program appearing in one of those movies. Am I crazy? Uh, yeah, I think I think he in the last movie maybe. Um. Yeah, there was something. I don't exactly know Star Trek Inside and Out, though I am a fan. But well, I uh, do clearly a lot of details. Just have a vague memory of like seeing that and going like, "Oh yeah, that's from that show I haven't seen." Yeah, I think you're right. I'm trying to remember. I knew I know there was some crossover between when Voyager was still on, or maybe it was on Deep Space Nine. I'm not sure. Uh, let's see. We can answer this question very easily. <laughs> so easy. So we it's so easy. Hey, try it at home, folks. <laughs> Guess you got to spell doctor, right? Okay, let's see. Was he ever on? <laughs> Oh, that's the way to look it up. Yeah. That's the easiest. I don't see him listed in that movie. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Because I know what you're talking about. Where he like okay, shows good. up out of context. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah. Hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, I do. Yeah, this. Yeah, I was just thinking about how much it nails the start, the feeling of Star Trek. I, I think it's it. Yeah, I think it does hit a middle ground between the J.J. Abrams stuff, right? That obviously has a big influence on the whole style and tone of Picard. Right. Um, Ah, he's in a he's in a Deep Space Nine episode. Deep Space Nine, okay. Yeah, Doctor Bashir, I presume. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what I'm remembering. Uh, I'm assuming it was just it wasn't the doctor, doctor. It it's just the, the program. Yeah. yeah, it's the emergency medical hologram. Mm-hmm. Oh, seven to nine. But yeah, anyway, uh, when she shows up, yeah, I'm, I'm curious what their relationship is going to Oh, be. and the real person it's based on. I guess. Dr. Zimmerman? Yeah. He was also in the Deep Space Nine episode? Yeah, apparently. Hmm. It's been a while since I've seen Deep Space Nine. Yeah, me too. Me too. But I was like, I, yeah, I thought I knew... I thought I remembered seeing that character uh, in something, and yeah, I think I think that's what I was thinking of. Because it does. Oh, he like is in First Contact. There it is. Oh, really? After all that, yeah. First Contact. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I thought there was something. Okay. Yeah, First Contact. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that but somehow. he's just yeah, he's just okay. another same thing though. He's just a holographic. Doctor. It's both. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, so they don't really talk about Voyager at all in the movies. Um, so I I, right. I think I don't I feel like the movies end before Voyager returns to the Alpha Quadrant, but maybe maybe not. Yeah, either way, they'll have to tell us mm-hmm. if they have any association because it hasn't been shown. Yeah, so um and there's also Hughes coming back. Um, oh, Hughes coming back the first yes. seven of nine, yeah. <laughs> um, they actually did that Hugh plotline again, like in Voyager. Oh, know. they did. Wow, there's another like drone that was created and the whole thing, but um, yeah, I'm curious why he's coming back, uh, what they're gonna do with that. But yeah, I you know I'll keep watching, see how it goes. Um, how many episodes is it uh, for Picard? Ten episodes this season. Oh, let's see now, ten. Yeah, both ten this season and next season. The fact that they picked it up for a second season before it premiered, I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. I assume that means they tested it and it tested very well. Yeah, I guess that's probably. what that would mean. Yeah. Um, which I guess bodes well if they were like, okay, we can, you mm-hmm. know, before it airs, we'll tell everybody it's coming back. Yeah. Did you hear that um, Patrick Stewart was on The View the other day? No. And he offered, uh, you know, and Whoopi Goldberg is, is on The View. Oh, right. Yeah. And so he made an official offer from the uh, from Alex Kurtman, you know, executive producer, for her to come on season two. Wow. Yeah, so she was very, 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 very uh, blown away by that. So we're going to have the return of Guinan. Wow. Yeah, which is like, you can do stuff like that. I'm going to be watching, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. So th- I thought that was pretty That was pretty awesome. So I think at the least, maybe season one is something that can be fairly encapsulated, you know, about what the scope of it is. And then maybe season mm-hmm. two can be about something more interesting. <laughs> yeah, expand a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting if they get this right because you could do a version of this show with any Star Trek character then. Very true. You know, like, can you imagine Star Trek Janeway? I mean, yeah, like, yeah. what is Captain Janeway up to after all this time? Yeah. You know, she 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 spent, you know, seven years trying to get her crew across halfway across the galaxy and barely made it, you know. Had to you know, I don't want to ruin the ending, but I had to do some stuff to, to get it done. And um, yeah, let's follow up with her and see what she's doing, you know. And Kate Mulgrew is still acting, you know. She's still great. She's still in things, mm-hmm. so she's still around. So you could have that. Uh, I don't think I don't know if Avery Brooks is still that active, but come on, I am still waiting for Commander Cisco to return from his adventure with the wormhole aliens. Like I've always had this idea of a of a show. Uh, where we where we pick up with D Space Nine from Jake Sisko's perspective, you know, and he's eight, you know, it's like 20, 30 years later, or whatever. And and you know, he basically has been throughout that period of time trying to find his dad and like, you know, uh, you know, going through Bajoran archaeological sites, learning everything he can about the wormhole aliens, and you know, probably even that taking him to the, you know. Um, the uh, the uh, the uh, gamma quadrant, right? 
and mm-hmm. exploring out there and just like whatever he could fuck out to figure out like where his dad went and get him back and and then like you know he's like going through that whole thing and then like his dad returns or something you know whatever and like i want to see the cisco's you know i want to see like something or it's like he appears to jake and he's like it's your turn now jake or you know i'm I, he's dying or something you know and 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 there he was on some crazy you know uh, metaphysical quest and now Jake has to, you know, Jake, you're the new emissary basically. It's right. how the pilot ends, you know what I mean? Of this <laughs> of like this show. So Jake gets to find his dad and close that chapter, but now he's got some huge task he's got to fulfill and now he's sort of the new Cisco, you know? Yeah. Uh, like I'd love to see a show like that. Um, uh, I just I think that whole thing with, with Cisco disappearing and leaving i think like i really don't want to die without that getting some closure <laughs> like, i feel like it's such a cool it reminds me of like twin peaks you know of like um, yeah of cooper being in the lodge for 25 years like the, yeah. the that feeling of closure you know when you get to the other side of that is so powerful so it's like, be so cool if we could get him to like you know come back and you know even if he doesn't stay around that long you know right yeah 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 no i de- yeah i would definitely like that that'd be great that'd be really cool to see and it's actually interesting like if they could if they did more shows that were a bit more grounded for star trek you know where it's just mm-hmm. these like character studies yeah and it yeah. doesn't have to be like a space adventure show right uh, because yeah. we already get to know the characters and then you can just do like politics or something right you know, and talk about the the actual nature of the world yeah i mean i think that's one thing about the new show that kind of stands out in terms of like having another season that like there's no i mean i know it's like tv's changed and stuff but there's no um obvious story engine like it's it's very much revolving around this one plot you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, like if they're out in space or even in sitting in a space station like the story is sort of come along mm-hmm. and and it kind of makes sense how you could sustain that for a while but i think uh the way they're writing this show it's like you know it's like a serialized thing which means that they have to keep like developing this like one you know, I mean, obviously they can go to a new thing next season, but it's still going to be like centered on Picard, and it's going to yeah, be it's going like, to be about him getting involved in something, yeah, uh, over the course of the season versus like yeah, every week there's some reason a new storyline happens. Yeah, yeah. So it's not. I don't know. It's not obvious. Like how? I mean, in a way, it's just it's just a more it's a more limited focus, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. which is fine with me. Uh, you know, I, the week to week thing can be tedious in its own way, but, um, uh, but yeah, it, it just, it's going to make it like inherently a totally different show. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not going to be about exploring anything. It's it's no. going to be about like this oh, thing is be about to Picard. exploring human nature. I mean, come on, that's exactly. the final frontier, right? Oh no, the true yeah. final frontier. The true final frontier. It wasn't out there. It was in here all along. Set your phasers to stunned. <laughs> we should have, oh, no. yeah. Yeah. Warp drive to your heart. 
They're gonna say that. They're gonna yeah. say that. <laughs> but yeah, it could have been a lot worse. I thought, um, yeah. you know, you know what it feels like. It felt it. It, it reminded me of. Um, it's got when it works well, which is like Picard on screen by himself. Mm-hmm. It's. Um, it reminds me of. Uh, uh, the finale, all good things, you know, yeah. where we spent had that yeah. time of him, where he's just a normal guy, you know, after all his yeah. Starfleet time. So it, it's calling back yeah. to that a lot. Definitely, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that was. A good I would one. love Q to show up, John Delancey. Like, oh know, yeah, and then, and then he just has to say Q's age. You know, it's fine. Right. It's like, well, Picard, I didn't want you to be the only one with wrinkles. Yeah, yeah. Make myself yeah. look like this. It's like, easy with Q because he can do anything. Yeah. So you can you can just make up some bullshit excuse. Like he doesn't really have a bad body. He just appears that way. Mm-hmm. He can appear like any number of ways. Yeah. So it's yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it, data is harder, I think. Oh yeah. Uh, because like. Yeah, it shouldn't happen. They have to co- They have to contrive it more. I think. I wonder if the goal is that data is gonna. Like my instinct should be like data's memory is locked in the daughter's body, mm-hmm. and they need to access that bot that information for some reason, right? So so you get data's mind and you put it in the body of before. So now you can talk to data again. Hooray! But like, why? Right. So what yeah. does he know that they need plot wise? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? The weird and thing he... is he died before this like synthetic attack, like well before, I think, mm-hmm. if I get the timeline right. So it's not clear why he would know anything about that. Um, let alone like did he even know like there were other synthetic I mean all that stuff happened after yeah, you're right. Died, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's not clear to me why he would know anything about any of this mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I don't know except maybe the Romulan stuff. Uh, maybe since you know we're an alternate timeline world, so who knows. <laughs> but yeah, I think uh it's a good uh, yeah, it's a good point. Uh, I feel like this like inventor guy has some exposition to give. That mm-hmm. seems clear. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know how much he knows about everything, but he should at least know about like you know the more recent like synthetic phenomena. Um, mm-hmm. uh, have something to say about it. Um, I guess back to the mother and why she was saying go to Picard. I guess she knows that that's not her real daughter. So yeah. She was told if anybody comes for her, then tell her to go to Picard, maybe. Yeah, that's what it seems like. So that, I mean, that suggests, like, a larger conspiracy. Um, then, then, you know, mm-hmm. than just, like... Because the, the way they portrayed it with Raj... No, not Raj. Daj? Daj? Okay. It's like Data, but it's Daj. <laughs> Right, so similar. Uh, uh, the way they portrayed it with her is like she just had these like mental flashes, and she was just like triggered by this image. So she just tracked them down. Like no one told her to do that originally, uh, as far as I could tell. So uh, yeah, so I think it's 
a little I don't know. There, there's some extra thing happening. Yeah, that's there. what's weird is that her instinct when she was scared was to go to Picard, which would suggest that I guess I guess the idea she's getting it from Data's memories, but it's not like but you would think that whoever created her programmed a failsafe of like, okay, yeah. Go, but why would the the guy who created her? He does nothing about Picard, right? Well, so, that's why we gotta track him down. That's why we gotta track him down. It's a good reason to go find him. Are you a Maddox? Maddox, if What's that is your, your real name. <laughs> good old Maddox. All right. Well, um, that was cool. Yeah, <laughs> that was fine. I mean, I can't complain that much, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, yeah, I'm prepared to watch the rest of it. It's a short season, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's 25 episodes of this, so yeah, you know, how bad can it be? Uh oh, <laughs> I dare you to disappoint me. CBS <laughs> has never let me down. <laughs> all right well until next time all right sounds good see you later bye